everybody. Welcome to Relevant Talk with Athelium. Today we have Dr. Howard Rankin, who is an expertise in the areas of psychology, neuroscience, and neurology. And Howard is so many other things in addition to that, which includes an award-winning author. And today we're going to discuss his newest book, which is I Think, Therefore I Am Wrong. Um, thank you so much for joining us, Howard. Well, thank you for having me on the show. It's great to be talking with you again. Thank you. So, Howard, can you tell us um, about this book, I Think, Therefore I Am Wrong? Yes, 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 I can. Um, let me give you a bit of background, you know, I think. Um, certainly since recorded history, I think people realize that although, you know, human beings are capable of being rational, um, they aren't always <laughs> rational. Right. And uh, in the last 20 years, there's been quite a lot of research on that. And, and really, um, two things have come from that. One is we understand there are different types of thinking, um, and one is would be called um, sometimes called system one thinking, which is um, not very deep. It's just superficial. It's what seems right to you. You don't dig deep into it, and that's it. The other, and, and that's very common, of course. Right. and appropriate when we're not thinking about big decisions. You know, if it's, you know, where should we go for dinner tonight, we really don't need to do a big deep dive into all the options. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, it's whatever um, our taste buds are wanting to right, have in yeah. that moment. That's exactly right. So we don't have <laughs> to go into a big rational, you know, you know thing at all. Right. The second one, second one is system two, which is more critical thinking. And critical thinking is looking at the evidence, um, really thinking about it, looking for alternative views, really digging deep into a topic um, and trying to be as rational as possible and try not to let your own biases and stuff come into it, even though that's very difficult. Um, and that's a challenge for a lot of people. Um, partly it's very energy consuming. Mm -hmm. um, it takes a lot of time, takes a lot of energy, and in a busy world, we tend not to want to do that. Um, and so that's that's a problem. And to some extent, we see that that difference between those two types of thinking very common today, and probably emphasized by social media, mm -hmm. where interactions between people are very Almost superficial, if not superficial, right? Mm -hmm. That's very um, true, right? Yes. And so we've come we've come to understand that we have a variety of what's called cognitive biases that we use as shortcuts. So, for example, one of the common ones is confirmation bias. So, you know, if we do something, let's say we buy, it could be anything, but let's say buy a new car, confirmation bias means we'll, we'll look for any evidence that shows that was the right decision and we'll ignore any evidence to suggest the contrary. 
right? <laughs> yes. And so you buy, buy a car and you start seeing them all around you and you say, ah, must have been the right decision. Look, everyone's driving one, you know? Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's very or, true. Right? And so that's, yes. that's, that's common because, because it allows us to just go with what we feel intuitively without a big deep dive is not necessary. Um, and, and so we've understood a lot more about that. So my book, I think, therefore I'm wrong. Um, you know, the title is, you know, slightly tongue in cheek, but mm-hmm. it is the fact that our thinking very often is misguided, mm-hmm. misguided. And a couple of reasons for that. One is, just because we want to keep it simple, we do uh, engage a lot in what's called binary thinking, which is, look, it's either this or it's that. And again, for things that don't matter, that's fine. But the world is way more complex than that. And a lot of the times, it isn't just a choice between this or that. It's much more complicated than that. And you see that now, you know, in the media. Uh, and the media really are divided. Now they, the best media stories that we're looking for or the media are looking for now are someone who is a helpless victim and someone who's Hitler-esque who's done something horrible to them, mm-hmm. right? And that, that sort of exaggerates this extreme binary thinking. You know, there's an evil person or there's a wonderful person. Um, and again, that can lead us into trouble because it's just too simplistic. It's too simple. It's not either this or that. Um, but unfortunately, because of the media, because of social media, we see this sort of divisiveness occurring more and more. And what that does, that binary thinking, is it leads us into um, into divisiveness, you know? Mm-hmm. And and I think that's important for people to understand their own thinking. You know, we do jump to conclusions, we do make assumptions, we go typically with the first impression that we have about you know somebody or something, mm-hmm. um, and we don't stop and challenge them and say, "Well, wait a minute, you know, perhaps that's not what's going on with them at all." Right. And I'm glad you brought that up, Howard, because that's one of the things I wanted to touch on. Um, Assumptions are the malware of your mind, is what you say. Mm -hmm. And it is because um, it's very true, because if we act on those assumptions, we can potentially destroy ourselves, others or relationships based off of our assumptions. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I'm sure we all of us. uh, listening to this, have had a time when we have made an assumption that turned out to be totally wrong. You know, mm-hmm. totally wrong. Like you know, uh, uh, a spouse or a significant other, you know, is late, and then you start thinking, oh, they're probably out, you know, shopping or doing something. Why aren't they home? And it turns out, you know, they're sick or they've had to stay late at work or something. And your mm-hmm. assumption, assumption which incites then the emotion of irritability or anger or frustration, totally unjustified. Mm-hmm. 
That's very true. And um, like you said, I think we've all been guilty of that at one point or another. Oh, there's no question. And part of it is the brain, as I said, is really programmed to conserve energy and come to the simplest conclusions. And that is one of the problems that we have. And we need to recognize that just because the brain does that for survival, we don't have to always embrace that. We can always say, you know what, I have no idea what's going on, or I really don't know. And, um, you know, three of the hardest words probably in any language, certainly the English language would be, I don't know, Mm -hmm. or maybe I'm wrong. And even and also, in addition to that, um, if you say you're wrong, it's okay to apologize because at that point you're fully taken accountability right yes and so one of the things that's important that i mentioned then in the book i think therefore i'm wrong is to understand how the brain works what it does how we incorporate these biases and be aware of them so that you can make sure that you minimize that in you Mm -hmm. and 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 all the way when I was writing this book and doing the research and thinking about it, you know, what came up, all the wise people of the past, you can name them, you know, Buddha, Jesus, whoever, all the wise people of the past said, wisdom is about recognizing what you don't know. Okay? Mm -hmm. It's recognizing what you don't know, and I think wisdom is based on virtues virtues like humility, respect, mm-hmm. you know, compassion, uh, kindness. Because if that's what's guiding you, if that's what's quotation mark biasing you, well, you know what? That's no bad thing. Because you could certainly be influenced by a lot of other motives. Mm-hmm. Money, fame, ego stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And when you're on that, you will find the biases to justify anything you do. But when you look at the world through a lens of these values, then you're much more likely to be on the right track and you're much more likely to say, you know what, I don't really know what's going on. And that's okay. It's okay. It's more than okay. It's more than okay because... You don't know. <laughs> you don't know, right? You know? And we can't be faulted for what we don't know. That's exactly right. We cannot be faulted for what we don't know. Things will pop into our head, but we've got to say, well, you know, where did that come from? There's really, mm-hmm. you know, there may be a little justification based on past experience, or maybe it's my experience that's doing that. You know, I tend mm-hmm. to jump to negative conclusions. Right. And so those, you know, the biases that we use are a function of our own experiences. We've all got um, our own experiences. I don't like using the phrase, oh, we've all got our own reality, because mm-hmm. a reality, the word reality means that is shared, a shared understanding. And so you can't really have a personal one. You certainly can have personal experiences and perceptions, 
Um, but I think it's misleading to call, oh, this is my personal reality. But we all have those individual experiences which will shape the sorts of assumptions we have, how quickly we jump to them, uh, mm-hmm. what we do with them, and so forth. That's true. Those are some good points. Um, Howard, I wanted to um, ask you about like false arguments. What are, what are some of the false arguments? Um, I pulled that from your website. I think, therefore, I am wrong. Uh, right, your website. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, false arguments are things, again, justifications. Uh, and they can be reflected in biases. And um, you could see them in common things. So false arguments uh, could be something like, well, we've always done it this way. I've always done it this way. Well, what the heck's that got to do with anything? <laughs> right? <laughs> right. If you've always done it that way, then... Uh, doesn't make it right. <laughs> it doesn't make it right. No, exactly. You know? <laughs> and and, and there's quite a lot of those, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I put so much money into this, I better keep putting money into that. Really? That's called a <laughs> sunk cost. You know? Do you really right. need to do that, or should you call it quit? Right, and try something different. Yeah, or or, or not necessarily money. I put so much time into this relationship, you know? Right. When do do I recognize it's not a good one for me to keep pursuing? And and this does speak to relationships very much because and I do talk about that in my book, how this how this happens, is that let's suppose you get an, into an argument with your spouse or right. a significant other. You get into it and they, they've done something that irritates you. And you might, have, you might have misunderstood it. You might have got it sort of right, but you're mad, okay? So you get mad at them. Now, Again, depending on their level of self-awareness, they might get mad right back at you, right? Mm-hmm. Now now you're both mad at each other. And if you're not careful, there's something called the availability bias, which mm-hmm. is, um, you know, things that you're exposed to, either are simply easily available to you, you remember and you over-focus on. So now you're both mad at each other, now you're focusing on how mad you are, right? right? And when you're mad, you're going to think of all the negative things about the person, right? Mm-hmm. So now, now you're thinking all about the negative thing. And you can see this is going in a downward spiral that two people could really keep going, mm-hmm. you know? And before right. long, it's, uh, I should, you know, we shouldn't be together. You know, whereas if instead of responding with anger, one of them said, well, I'm not sure why you're angry. You know, let's talk about that. Perhaps you've misunderstood, what have you. It goes down a totally different, or potentially goes down a completely different track and trajectory. That's true because there's a different, you're, you're given a different uh, approach. So when you're angry and upset, like you just said, you're angry and you're upset and, and you respond or you uh confront that person in anger or frustration, they're going to respond in anger or frustration. That's exactly right. 
Um, and so I, I wrote a book oh, 20 years ago called Power Talk, The Art of Effective Communication, which was really about how to communicate effectively. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing um, that, you know, this is not taught professionally, let mm-hmm. alone to everybody in school, um, right. about how to communicate. You don't go at, especially if you're trying to influence them, right, and try and get them right. to own something, you don't yell and scream at them, mm-hmm. and it's not going to work. And and it's one of the things we see a lot today that contributes to divisiveness mm-hmm. is, you know, you have a movement, you have a cause, whatever it is, you feel completely justified, you might be completely justified in being angry, because anger comes on the perception you're being treated unfairly, and that's mm-hmm. fine. But then communicating angrily typically is not very effective. It just isn't. Mm-hmm. All it does is it alienates, you know, people who otherwise might be on your side or willing to listen. Um, and that's something that you see all the time. And mm-hmm. it's, it's troubling. It's troubling. Right. Because responding in anger or frustration is... Um... It's more convenient than thinking for a moment. Uh, oh, like sure. yeah, exactly. Like thinking, like what? Are you, why are you upset? What did I do wrong? Let's talk mm-hmm. about it. Maybe there's a, um, maybe we're miscommunicating. Maybe there's a misunderstanding. And so it takes thought and patience to have that type of approach. It's just quicker and easier to respond. And anger, like you said, yeah, because you think that you've been done wrong, treated wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. And even if you know you've been treated wrong, um, yeah. uh, again, you know, how, depending on what your communication goal is. Um, but if part of your communication goal is try to influence somebody or a group of people to understand something, um, getting mad is not going to help. You know, the anger is understandable, mm-hmm. but the angry communication isn't. I mean, right. it's understandable, but it's not effective. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think there's are so critical things, you know, how we think, how we communicate. And yet, you know, who's, who's ever taught about these things? Uh, you know, as a psychologist, I was 20 years into my profession, before I realized, you know what? <laughs> my job is really a lot about communication. And nowhere in my extensive training has anyone given me any indication or course or anything on communication. And that's why I read that book, because I thought, this is crazy. Crazy. <laughs> didn't think about that. You know, which corporations really teach people at any level, who are communicating with each other or with the public, these sorts of things, how, how to really effectively communicate. Um, and that's many. a lot. Le- oh, what were you going to say, Howard? No, no, no. I just said not many. Not many. Not many. People. No, not many at all. I agree. Um, and I think uh, all, or it, it, in, in a perfect world, all employers would. Uh, 
have some type of class for all employees mm-hmm. on communication. Yep. And, and I think that uh, if a lot of employers did that, it would cut down on um, them people quitting or, or yep. um, like division yep. within the company. And uh, yeah, I, I I think it'll be beneficial for any company to have that. Uh, it, I think it'll make the company a better place because when you have happy employees, they are going to do their best. But if you have turmoil throughout the company, um, right. it, 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 okay. your business will definitely uh, be affected in one way or no another. Question. No question. So I am actually creating an a online course on communication because I think it's so valuable. And you're mm-hmm. exactly right. It is just stunning when you think about how important communication is in any field, you know, medicine. Um, that's, that's one of the things that goes back to this, how we think. Again, we like to think of things black and white. We like to think of things as facts. This mm-hmm. is the fact, right? Right. But a lot of the time it isn't a fact. It's a probability. Right. So, you know, if you get, you know, you're an illness and the doctor says, oh, you know, uh, people with this, you know, die within five years and you believe them, that's, what's, that's what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. So the reality is probably, you know, 85% of people die, but what, another 15% don't. True. And, and if those, what are those 15% doing that I could do that might extend my life 10, 15, 20 years, you know? Mm-hmm. And again, it's the simplicity between this is the facts and they're not that simple. They're probabilities a lot of the time. And and for the most part, we don't understand that. We don't. All right. We don't, and um, we can all benefit from that. Absolutely. You know, you even, know. Absolutely. Even if it's to the level of, you know what, let, let me check my assumptions first. Before I start getting wound up in emotional reaction to something that's going through my head, let me ask myself, how do I know that this is true? Which actually in today's world is a good question to ask about anything. You know, there's that it is. Social, media, social media post, this, that, that. How do I know that this is true? Because right. there's all sorts of organizations and people from foreign governments to hackers to whoever who are putting out stuff that is false. Yeah. And I think some of them are... are uh, doing it on purpose to cause division. I could be wrong. Oh yeah, no, 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 but, no. You're not wrong. Um, I, I I know some um, cyber security experts, and and they tell me there are at least thirty five governments who are absolutely uh, putting out social media messages here in in an attempt to influence. You know, public opinion or, or one thing or another. Mm-hmm. So, you know. And it's not enough people who think um, as individuals, it's not enough uh, independent thinking. Some people just go along to get along. And they yeah. they they go along with their friends or their family or um, 
like who, whoever is they go along with the majority basically on social media and without uh, doing their research, without checking into whatever it is that they're repeating. And so right. it, and when people continuously do that and more and more people continuously do that, then the, the person or the organization who puts that out there, um, their purpose is, is being fed because they're doing that for the purpose of exactly what's happening. Division. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, you know, and you see these sometimes posts and people saying, oh, don't be, you know, you you just sheep, you're just following along what people want to tell you. But they're the ones who actually are doing that. Right? Yes, yes. <laughs> by, by following along with these, you yes. know, a boss or somebody and posting, you know? Yes. Um, so, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Howard. So um, I think that For I Am Wrong um, also includes exercises uh, to reduce cognitive biases and improve self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, do you yeah. mind sharing a few of those exercises with us? Of course. Um, you know, they are things like, hey, you have an assumption, check it first, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or, hey, you see a social media post or any post really think ask yourself how do i know this is truthful or reliable you know i think we've got to the point where you have to have that level of cynicism to say how do i know this is reliable and if you really want to follow it up you know there's places you can go and check on it and and you know do some research and dig a little bit into it but i think it a healthy cynicism is the way to navigate the world, really, is to say, uh, you know, who's pushing this? Who would benefit from this, right? Right. And to some extent, you know, we need to be cynical, you know, advertising. Some, not all advertising by any stretch, but but some advertising is misleading, it's manipulative, Mm -hmm. um, it's deceitful. Destructive. And, and destructive, yeah. And, of course, we understand about freedom of speech, but, you know, in that, the, I think, therefore, I'm wrong, I talk about, well, the freedom of hearing, too, because if somebody says something, or an organization says something that negatively influences a lot of people, potentially, you know, seriously damaging their health or what have you, we need to be. We need to be more mindful of that. It's, right. it's not just about I can. And there is a misunderstanding about what free speech is. And it's not about well, I can say anything I want because no, I think you have an obligation mm-hmm. to make sure that what you're saying is not damaging or harmful. Right. That's true. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, these are the sorts of issues that I think are very relevant today mm-hmm. in our society. Uh, and I just I just want people to be more aware of them because awareness is the first step, you know. Right. It's so easy to get pulled along this way, that way, mm-hmm. manipulated. And, and really this is about you preserving your consciousness, the greatest gift you have, and using it wisely. And that's recognizing... Hey, there's some things I don't know. In fact, there's many things I don't know. Right. That's okay. You don't have to be, you know, a genius. 
Uh, and I think there is a difference between a wise person and a smart person. You know, smart person might have all sorts of degrees, and, you know, be, you know, quotation mark, educated, and that doesn't necessarily make them wise. And a wise person can be somebody who has, you know, no education, but realizes the limitations of what they see, questions it, questions themselves. So I would definitely make a distinction there. Thank you. Great. Thank you so much, Howard, um, for sharing that with us. And I really enjoy talking to you again today. I always enjoy talking to you. Um, how Likewise. can, <laughs> thank you. How can um, my audience purchase your book? I I think uh, therefore I am wrong. I think if I'm wrong is on Amazon.com. It's on available as an ebook or paperback. So you should be able to go uh, to Amazon.com and and find it. Uh, I think therefore I'm wrong uh, by me, Howard Ranking. Um, so it should be easy to get. Awesome. And how can we follow you on social media? Um, I have. Uh, I, I'm on Facebook, um, and um, I do have a Facebook page for books. Uh, stuff that I've written called Howard Rankin Books. Um, and I do have a couple of websites, one of which is I think therefore I'm wrong dot com, which looks at the sorts of things we've been talking about um today. Okay. I would also like to mention that Howard himself has a podcast. Howard, would you like to share that information? Oh yes, thank you. Yes. My podcast is called uh, I actually won't be too surprised after listening to what I've been saying. <laughs> uh, my podcast is called How Not to Think. And really what it does is it, it does look at thinking, but it looks at people who are disrupting things, bringing in new ideas, challenging myths, challenging old thinking, and stereotypes, um, and really being creative about actually any topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, because this applies to everything. Um, so I'd like to I have a variety of guests on from business people to, you know, medical professionals to you name it, who, um, you know, are challenging the old ways of thinking about things mm-hmm. and at the same time, you know, reinforcing this notion of we just need to be more aware of how we think. Right. We really do. Yeah, we do. All right. Well, thanks again, Howard. Thank you, Amelia. I really enjoyed our talk today, and thank you so much for sharing with us. And you have great. Well, thank you so much. Awesome. Okay. All right. Take care, Howard. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.